Empire Lines uncovers the unexpected, often two-way flows of empires through art. Interdisciplinary thinkers use individual artworks as artifacts of imperial exchange, revealing the how and why of the monolith empire. In this episode, Akemi Luitha Herais Vosbrink depicts relations between Imperial Spain and the Americas through Francisco de Thurboran's paintings, The Tribes of Israel. During the first half of the 17th century, Francisco de Zurbarán was Seville's most acclaimed painter of religious orders. To accommodate for these commissions and growing demand from the Latin American market, he often collaborated with his workshop. Indeed, several hands were necessary to complete one of his most striking painting series, The Tribes of Israel, a series of full-length portraits of the Old Testament patriarch Jacob and his twelve sons Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher, Issachar, Sebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin, painted circa 1640. The Tribes of Israel was produced in Spain, probably for the Latin American market. Exporting artworks to the New World was a prolific enterprise in 17th century Seville, as it was the main Spanish port to the Americas. In the first half of the 17th century, the Spanish Empire extended globally as, during this period, the Spanish and Portuguese crowns were united overseeing territories spanning throughout all the continents. Francisco de Zurbarán was strategically placed in Seville, which had a globally connected port where he could easily approach merchants exporting goods overseas. This business was especially lucrative as there was a great demand for religious paintings for the recently Christianized American continent. The American clients would also participate in this transatlantic market by demanding certain subject matters, such as the tribes of Israel, for the recently founded religious foundations and also perhaps for civic and private settings. Rather than individual portraits, Thurwaran mostly exported entire painting series, including saints, archangels, apostles, and other subject matters, which would often hang along the walls of church naves. These series, therefore, had a transient sense of place, as they were conceived with export in mind. Most astonishingly, this is the only early modern Spanish painting series of the tribes of Israel in Europe, whereas three other versions of this series are in Mexico and Peru. The existence and significance of these several series in the Americas is likely indebted to founding colonial myths about the indigenous Americans. Written from the 16th century onwards, these myths claim that the indigenous Americans were descended from the lost tribes of Israel, who, according to the book of Esdras, had been scattered across the globe. Such myths were constructed and then perpetuated as a justification to evangelize the indigenous Americans, although they were contested by several chroniclers. Those that promoted its validity 
attempted to justify this connection by establishing parallels between the indigenous Americans and Jews, such as their religious practices, clothes, and language. This myth was not only perpetuated in Spain and the Americas, but also gained popularity in Northern Europe with a Jewish writer and rabbi, Menaseh ben Israel. He wrote and disseminated an account of an encounter between Rabbi Aaron Levi and an indigenous tribe in modern Colombia who claimed descendants from one of the lost tribes of Israel. Thurbaran orientalized the tribes of Israel, depicting them in costumes derived from Northern European prints and featuring Jews wearing Middle Eastern attires. Several of these costumes were based on Ottoman fashion, which was anachronistic given that the tribes of Israel dated to pre-Christian times. Such costumes also associated the Jews with Muslims, combining the two faiths which in Spain were persecuted and trialed by the Catholic Inquisition. Apart from Oriental costumes, the figures were armor, peasant clothes, and other fanciful textiles, and stand against landscapes which sometimes include elements mirroring their profession. For example, Sebulon stands in front of the sea as he was associated with seafaring. Joseph, as the vizier of Egypt, has one of the most spectacular costumes featuring a turban wrapped around a cloth hat and an intricately embroidered coat with fur trims. Combining Oriental with Western costumes, Thurvaran created an eclectic series with a global scope. Thurvaran's series is also closely connected to the Bible. His figures are represented with attributes as mentioned in the book of Genesis, using animal imagery to mirror the figure's personality. For example, Judah has a lion by his side indicating his royal lineage as an ancestor of Jesus Christ. These costumes also hint towards the series' performative purpose. The figures in the 13 paintings all have theatrical costumes and are portrayed in motion. Thurbaran may have been inspired by the costumes and the poses he saw during religious processions. There are records of actors dressed as the tribes of Israel processing alongside other Old Testament characters in Spanish Corpus Christi and Immaculate Conception celebrations in the late 16th and early 17th century. Such celebrations, featuring the tribes of Israel, also occurred in Peru and Mexico. On both sides of the Atlantic, paintings were hung along the processional route and actors paraded either on foot, horseback, or triumphal carriages. There were also civic celebrations in which ephemeral triumphal arches were erected with representations of the viceroys paired with the tribes of Israel. So the tribes of Israel not only had religious connotations, but also were paired with rulers showcasing their popularity in both civic and religious celebrations. We think that the tribes of Israel were probably intended for the Americas, because the only other surviving full-length series of paintings of the tribes of Israel are in Latin America, and not a single inventory in 17th century Seville, where Thurbaran's series was produced, records this subject matter. 
Until recently, there has been a hypothesis that the Tribes of Israel series was on a boat distant to the Americas, assaulted by British pirates. Whereas this romantic anecdote is possible, it is more likely that it was sold to merchants destined to the United Kingdom, as its first owners in early 18th century were merchants. One of them, James Mendith, was a Jewish collector who had a special affinity to these Old Testament paintings. In the mid 18th century, this series was sold to the Bishop of Durham, Richard Trevor, who acquired the entire series except for Benjamin, which was acquired by another bidder, ending up at Grimsthorpe Castle. Thurman's series was employed as a statement of tolerance in the UK. Bishop Trevor bought the series as a visual statement of his support of the British Jewish Naturalization Act passed in 1753. They were strategically placed in the bishop's palace dining hall, where all the British bishops would convene. Bishop Trevor promoted the British coexistence of Anglican, Catholic, and Jewish faiths—a bold act from a figure highly placed in the Anglican echelons. He set the portraits alongside paintings of the apostles by an anonymous Spanish artist, the four evangelists by Artus Wolfertz. And the forefathers of the Latin Church by Abraham Blomar. These portraits still hang in the great dining hall of Auckland Castle in County Durham, and at Grimsthorpe Castle, Lincolnshire, where they have been since the mid-eighteenth century. The tribes of Israel did eventually travel to the Americas, though a bit further north than they were probably intended. Between 2017 and 2018. The series was exhibited internationally at the Meadows Museum in Dallas, Texas, the Frick Museum in New York, and the Israel Museum in Jerusalem. In the United States, it was especially revealing in demonstrating that famous Spanish Golden Age artists exported their production overseas and relied on notable workshops to do so. It was also symbolic that they were shown in Israel, as the birthplace of the tribes of Israel, particularly because some Jewish groups claim descent from the tribes. Innovative technical research undertaken during the exhibition shed new light on the series. X-ray photography revealed the head of a veiled woman under the figure of Levi, suggesting that Thurman may have initially intended to paint another series. There was also discussion of Thurman's working process and how he would focus on elements such as the faces, hands, textiles, and some still lifes, whereas the workshop was often delegated the background and other areas of the composition. This collaboration demonstrated how Thurman would depend on and often delegate work to his workshop for both local and New World commissions. These would later become independent artists, creating their own workshops, subsequently exporting their production overseas. Thurman series has never been shown next to its colonial copies and reinterpretations in Peru and Mexico, but a comparative exhibition would showcase how models and subjects were exported overseas. It will also reveal a greater understanding on how these other series either follow or differ from Thurman's series, whether they directly copied the initial model or followed common print sources. 
For example, the series in Lima is based directly on Zurbarán's original model, coinciding chromatically and compositionally, suggesting that another now-lost series, akin to the Auckland series, reached Peru in the 17th century. Where some of these paintings are almost identical copies, several of the other paintings have been incorporated from other series of saints and other secular figures. The attributes of these additions were modified and cartouches with new identifications were added. Perhaps part of the original series was lost and lacking a model the Lemanian artists improvised by adding paintings from other series. Meanwhile, two other series in Mexico City and Puebla follow common print sources. Although some of the figures differ from Zurbarán's series, the artists probably referred to similar printed sources. Although the Puebla series may have actually in fact been produced in Spain. So, this subject matter was painted in Spain for export by other workshop members. Pairing these series would increase our understanding of what materials were available to the artists and how these in turn also collaborated within greater workshops. It will also enable us to evaluate how Vice-Regal artists innovated instead of just slavishly copying the original model. Further research will hopefully reveal the early provenance of Thurwaran's tribes of Israel as well as other hidden series of this subject in Latin America. Such connections will reveal a fuller picture of their global trajectory as products of the Spanish Empire. Painted in Spain, probably destined to the Americas, and currently housed in the north of England, Zurbaran's tribes of Israel were certainly a product of global encounters. Empire Lines is produced by Jelena Sofronievich. For more episodes, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.